With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. It's Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from Los Angeles on this beautiful November the 11th. Welcome to the show, Christina. I love having you here. I love seeing you here. Happy to be here. Another great show we have in store for you guys. Um, we really nice do. November and I wanted night. to, yeah. sorry to yes, cut you yes. off there. I wanted to take nope. a minute just to acknowledge that it's Veterans Day today and we want to give a shout out to our veterans and our support for them and votevets.org. Nice. Yes. I also want to give a little shout out. It's definitely a good time to do that, especially with the political climate that we have going on right now. And I know a couple of veterans, I have a couple of veterans in my life. So um, just want to say a really big thank you, huge appreciation. We recognize your service for democracy. I mean, really, truly, we have been talking about the subject of democracy. It's been on people's minds the last All couple week. of weeks. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Really important. it has. It's a good veteran. It's very day. important. So yeah. yeah, happy Veterans Day. And I hope that the vets out there are, having a good day today and all the vets that have supported our country historically uh, might they be remembered in a positive way for their service and sacrifice. It's just an amazing calling to be involved in uh, defending a country and defending a constitution. Fantastic energy. So um, it can, it's consistent with some of the astrological things that we see going on right now that Mercury, which had been retrograde, right? Mm -hmm. And had been retrograde and moved back into Libra. And Mm -hmm. you and I had done a show where we talked about Mercury going direct, which was very nice. But now today, Mercury has gone back into Scorpio, where it was when it went retrograde. So it's um, sort of energy that's coming back around, energy for uh, insight, energy for intuitive power, energy for the digging and searching for truth. So I like that energy very much. I think it's appropriate for right now. And, of course, Mercury's movement into Sagittarius going into late November and and December because we're going to need that um, mercurial energy of justice to be able to move through the the month of December and come out on the other side feeling um, uh, like justice has prevailed. Yes, very, very important. Yeah, I, I, Mercury in Scorpio is interesting. I, I think that I felt it particularly today for some reason. It's to me, um, you know, Mercury in Scorpio, people that have that in their chart or that energy just in general are so um, such deep thinkers. And it has to do with um, intuition and feeling. And there is uh, the topic I kind of want to talk about was vulnerability and uh, being vulnerable. Um, This is a time, I think 2020, all people have to deal with some sort of vulnerability that they may not have encountered uh, before. So being vulnerable in uh, an emotional way, an economic way, a social way, any of these things where 
we feel that we're exposed, that we have judgment, um, fear-based. I think it's really important. Mercury and Scorpio gives us a chance to uh, take a look at those things, take a look at what we are um, scared of, what uh, dark feelings or I don't want to say dark feelings, but just scary feelings or things that we can't control, the fear yeah. that we have, um, taking a look at no, those, thinking the, about it's those. The, it's the thoughts that lie in the shadow is what you're saying. Mm. You know, and we all mm-hmm. have that. We all right. have that. Right. So taking and examining the thoughts that lie in the shadow, the more unpleasant things that make us feel vulnerable. They They are the things that are unresolved in ourselves, and then they're the things that we need to work out. Right, exactly. It's, and I think, uh, you know, it's things that we're afraid of. It's it's feelings of failure and just running past all these things, trying to, you know, live a fast life when uh, this year has slowed us down a lot. So uh, important time to do this. Important time to slow down. Yeah, well, you know, when you're gobbling up the planet at the rate that we are, it's definitely good to take a step back from that. I brought up this really amazing, um, you know, list of famous people with Mercury and Scorpio since we're on mm. this you know, topic. And it includes Gandhi and Oscar oh Wilde and Picasso and John Lennon and Disney. So oh. some really <laughs> what a serious, <laughs> some serious visionary people in that group because it's the mind. You know, I have Mercury and Scorpio and I know that that the way my mind works is very probing. It's very sensitive. There's something about Scorpio, but when you move it in contact with the mind, really, really enmesh it with the mind, it's like a a lie detector, becomes like a lie detector so that everything that you're seeing and hearing in in the world around you gets filtered through like a a watery membrane. And so if it gets touched on in the right way, then everything slips through and the mind keeps going like, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Everything's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the one thing that's not factual or that feels emotionally off, you know, like when someone lies, there's always something in there. There's a little inflection. It's not quite right. And even when it's coming at you fast, when you have Mercury and Scorpio, you're like, do, 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 that does not fit. That does not work. Mm. There's something mm. emotionally mm. discordant, discordant about that fact, quote unquote fact. And right. so now I need to dig in and I need to check on it. Right. So it perks up like, okay, now I need to check in on that. And a Scorpio, Mercury and Scorpio will stay very silent while they go about probing and hooking and seeing if they can trip up. I would imagine you find Mercury and Scorpio in some really great legal minds, people, lawyers. Oh, interesting. Right, right. I mean, more than just law, it's, it's the emotion behind it. I mean, their clients and the, the people that they're, you know, prosecuting and all that there is like, it's, it's just like an extra sense. I'm jealous. Which is a Scorpio yeah. trait in itself. Don't be, don't be. The dark side is really obsessive. <laughs> the dark side is obsessive because once someone has done something wrong to you, it's really hard to get it out of your head. 
Um, you have well, to work and, very, you, know, you have to work very hard to just stay there and like it was just an experience. It was just an experience. Everything is good. It brings you closer to God. It's really amazing. And you know to stay in that and not be like I can't get the wound. You know the wounding, the betrayal out of my head is I think something that this energy. So how does this energy, Mercury and Scorpio, play for our general public? Like how do they capitalize on it? How do they use it? Since now we have weeks of this. Yes. It, I I think one of the one of the one of the big answers to that is that they can dig in in their own lives in their in, mm-hmm. not in the people necessarily around them but it's a time for them to become very clear about the truth of their own actions or the relationships that are around them the way in which they're taking care of themselves the way in which they're taking care of their house their animals you know pets um, family members just you know responsibilities all of that there's a a level of truth that 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 watery membrane of truth that is so sensitive to being you know tapped on when it when it when there's a a falsehood mm-hmm. we all have we all have that now we're all kind of submerged in that water if we want to be mm-hmm. um, since that list had a couple of really amazing artists for God's sake you know Picasso John Lennon and Walt Disney and Oscar Wilde you know those yes. people were those people were 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 very sensitive they were able to bring forth like a very important vision of truth that they had mm. found in themselves they had mm. to have dug in and and found that you know scorpio in general the first the first person that gets you know attacked by that scorpio dig deep rip away the covering, find the essence that the, the first person that gets subjected to that energy is the Scorpio person themselves. Itself. Yeah. Themselves itself. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I, I will. And I think it's interesting because for me, I can tell, you know, I mean, you just the walking down the street, you know, I, I um, encountered, I think a day ago, maybe two days ago, a giant Trump Parade, and I don't want to make this too political, but I just think that, um, just as a comparing note, there is a whole section of America that is um, still stuck. I think in the feeling betrayed phase, we are out of Mercury and Libra, which is the contract that we made. Now we're in the Mercury and Scorpio, the feelings about the contract, and there's a whole subsection of our population that doesn't feel good about it well the democrats Um, felt that way in 2016 you know and that the fact that the russians likely stole the election in 2016 on the democratic belief side is the betrayal that they had to endure for four years the betrayal of you know an basically an unfair skewed election so if the republicans feel that way right now they can but you know i guess biden is the winner of the electoral college and the system will will deliver him to the White House through whatever means are necessary um, because otherwise our country is, you know, basically non-existent. So hopefully that won't be the case, you know, and then there'll be another contest in four more years. And Joe Biden's not particularly a really strong character. So perhaps a strong character on the Republican side and see what happens then, you know, the, the Democrats are not going to stage a coup. The, hopefully the Republicans are not going to stage a coup and will continue to just volley back and forth. You know, the, I was reading interesting things about United States electorate this week about how all these contests 
that have been fought for the last hundred years end up being within like a percentage point, you know, or two percentage points. Joe Biden, Joe Biden, if he gets the whatever it is that he's going to get, I think it's 80 million. If he gets like 80 million, he's only going to win by a couple of points. And it's one of the greatest wins of the popular vote in the last hundred years. Yes. Yes. Ronald Reagan had yes. like a the Ronald Reagan had like standing. a 48 for, Ronald Reagan had a 48 state like landslide and his 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 percentage win wasn't this wasn't this amazing. So, you know, wow. it's funny that that we're just volleying back and forth, you know. You you take it for 4 years, we'll take it for 4 years, you take it for 8, we'll take it for 8 and like get over yourselves. It's just that it's he's a one-term president and and I, from just a nonpartisan position, we had to suck that up, you know. We didn't get Hillary Clinton, the Democrats didn't get Hillary Clinton and and you know, the Republicans are not going to get a second term for Donald Trump. So that's just life. And that's my political stuff, but it's really not about politics. It's about justice. I'd be saying the same thing to you right now. If Donald Trump had had the electoral college and the popular vote statistics that Joe Biden has, I would be saying like, deal with it, deal with it. We're with Trump for another four years and get over it, you know, because the American voting system held, that's what's really clear. There's no evidence of any fraud whatsoever. Thank God. Thank God we're not yes. in Putin's, you know, we're not, we're not Russia. Thank God. Right. Really. It's a blessing to know that we can vote. You yes. Know? And, and we can vote. Thank, you know, democracy is a really, really beautiful, beautiful, but very fragile thing that the people can install their leaders. And hopefully they choose democracy loving leaders. Yes. On both sides. Hopefully both both sides sides, that that's a priority for them. And I, you know, Venus right now is still in Libra and I can feel my, and the moon is in Libra. So I can feel myself waxing into that. Hopefully it's all fair and it's all good (laughs) and everything is beautiful. And, you know, yeah, hopefully it is. Yeah. Yes. Hope you have to fight for it. You can't you can't take your eye off of it for a minute. If we didn't learn that in 2016, we didn't learn anything. You can't well, take your eye off of it. That's part of I think too is this Mercury and Scorpio. You know, now these next couple of weeks that we have, I think we're all going to feel that way. I think we're all going to be, you know, suspicious and prying and interested, invested. We're going to have our feelings invested. We're uh, just going to be in touch with. Um, closer to the possibility of, you know, the dark side or, uh, or fear that we, um, as a collective, I think, feel, uh, we're right on the edge of. So I, I want to say though, that even though there are people out there that don't feel, um, vindicated or feel validated or, or that they got their fair share, Mercury and Scorpio is definitely so good for self for self looking into self awareness feeling into the self yes exactly i think that's the best bet for anybody during this um you know the start of a holiday season family what are you doing for thanksgiving you know concentrating on these things how how has the year turned out for you too i I always like to use critical thinking about that do you feel it's been such a year it's been such right. a tumultuous, it's such a tumultuous and year, and you know now we're at the end that. of it, and 
you know, we have more turmoil because there's a crazy person in the White House. And that's also not political. I would not be saying that. It has nothing to do with politics. We would not be saying that if it was John McCain or Mitt Romney or George Bush or his father. Like, you know, like. There's a lot to process with this president. Sorry to get political like that, but, you know, that's just the truth. There's a crazy person in the White House, a mentally, mentally ill person. And we need to um, just separate the fact that Republican politicians especially have been using him for their political pawnetry and right. getting their agenda passed by using him. But believe me, they think the same thing about him that I just said. And uh, yeah. it's a shame. I, I know it's a, a lot of it's a, a lot shame. Do. It's a shame because that's not politics. That's not right. politics. No. Like, <laughs> well, we haven't, we haven't like... had a mentally ill person in the White House for like 200 years. It is interesting the um, the things that this character has brought up for us, for the United States in general. I, I feel like he's really shown a lot of holes and a lot of divide that we didn't maybe necessarily think that we had. Maybe that's part of Mercury and Scorpio as well is like, you know, shining some light into what we thought was hidden or although our ways of thinking are not the same. We have very different ways of thinking yet all live under the same rule of law. So figuring that out right now is really interesting. It's very eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah, I feel feel like, you know, there are multiple other energies too. We're about to go into the time of a new moon. We have a new moon this weekend. So the moon's in Libra, but the new moon is coming for Saturday and Sunday. And, um, that digs us even deeper into this collective darkness. You used that word before. There's nothing wrong with that word. Scorpio is also revengeful and vindictive and manipulative. So those energies are around. We can see more of that, you know, in Mm -hmm. his like firings publicly, but again, the positive side of this, the way in which we can all collectively capitalize on this and this weekend, and it would be a great time to light a blue candle and create space for that higher energy up around the third eye, is that you can really embrace an energy of deep truth about your life. You can come to terms with some really profound things, and then through that, right, the truth will set you free. That's Scorpio energy, Scorpio Sagittarius energy, that deep level of truth that you encounter in your own heart, you know, from your soul and your ability to listen to it is a release from the bondage. It's a release. It's a letting go. That's why that's connected to Scorpio. Then that's why the vulnerability is, even though that might hurt to let something go because we believe that it's protecting us, we believe that it's keeping us safe in some way, that's a falsehood. It's a falsehood to believe that, say, smoking cigarettes just at a simple level is actually making us feel more calm or it's preventing us from gaining weight or whatever. It's not. It's a lie. The truth is, is that 
chronic cigarette smoking is damaging your lungs. That's the truth, period. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, a, it's just an example, but, but it, com- it comes out that we all have various levels of denial, and now is a really great time to cut through that. Beautiful. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's the time that's winter time, right? We're going into the, the like physical darkness, you know, the, the sun setting earlier on in the day, like we're experiencing more darkness in our lives. So it is time to go inside and do a little bit of introspection. Mm-hmm. Introspection, the inner, the, world, the inner world. Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Some nice time to just be quiet. I mean, so we have a new moon, new moon coming up this weekend, more Scorpio, sun in Scorpio, moon in Scorpio, Mercury in Scorpio, Venus in Libra getting ready to go into Scorpio. That Wow. I know. (laughs) So much Scorpio. I did a show a couple of years ago. I did a couple of years show a couple of years ago and I called it Dark Lady Laughed and Danced for Venus going into Scorpio. Dark Lady. Um, yeah, no, Venus goes into Scorpio by before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's two weeks from tomorrow. So, you know, we have um, a lot of Scorpionic energy that's going to be upon us for the end of November. And Mars in Aries is going to go direct this weekend. So forward movement in our ability to take action, right? Yes, I do. Forward I wanted movement. to talk about that. Yeah, yes, exactly. And then, and mean- then of course... The lawsuits are going to fly. Mercury is going to go into Sag. The sun's going to go into Sag. Venus is going to go into Sag. And it's going to be, um, you know, like some ridiculous lawsuits that are going to be emerging regarding just vote counting and all of that. Yes. I was going to ask. Go ahead. I was going to ask what I was going to ask you because you had come up with such a good um, metaphor, example, the last time when we were did our show on Mars going retrograde and the image of, you know, like, like cocking a gun, like getting a gun ready to be shot, uh-huh. but not shooting it yet. So Mars moving forward now, direct yeah. action is that shooting of the gun, right? It is, it is. And there, there are, you know, other metaphors, including like, you know, you can stand in a river and, you know, try to walk against it or you can let go and just go with the flow. And that's the the movement that's going to carry us any forward movement. And certainly in Aries, it's about individual movement, individual power. You know, if there's going to be a political movement in the United States right now, surrounding our authority as citizens to respect our election, it's going to happen after November 14th, because that's when Mars will go direct and that's when the people will be empowered. So that it, the individual voice of the people to be able to go and say, you know, this is our time to stand up for our country and who we are. And what's happening yeah. is unacceptable for us and we're going to change it. We want to change it. We're taking action. Yeah, I, have a lot of, I have a lot of confidence that Neptune, you know, moving into Donald Trump's um, sun moon opposition in 2021 is, is a sign that all will be fine with like the inauguration and the actually getting him out of the white house. That in the end, Mm -hmm. that transit to me represents the mass delusion and mass disillusionment and mass confusion 
that his psyche will have to go through after he's out. And I mm-hmm. think that if I saw other transits, you know, plutonic transits of power and and domination or whatever, but I don't. I see only Saturn, yeah. what I would call the withering of his mind. Oof, that sounds rough. Well, you know, when you live But he but he is he is a very kind of fantastical character. I think that that's part of it too, is it seems people that have voted for him have um, their fantasy or their idea of what they want, their, their fantasy their, of, of the future is very different. And he kind of represents fantastical um, place that isn't really real. There's not a lot of reality based in, in him and the way he communicates, I don't think. So it is going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, was he going to just wither away in a corner after the, after he gets out of office? Are we going to hear from him again? I I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to hear from him a lot, but he's going to be surprised that he actually, no matter what his antics are, that he really no longer commands the kind of attention that he did. Hmm. That's going to be the withering. He's going to fade. You know, Got we've it. already dealt. We've already dealt with this. You know, like his his name is Sarah Palin. <laughs> you know, like that's uh-huh. that that's the stamp that Donald Trump is now going to get. You know, just a blathering idiot that 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 doesn't have any power. So nothing really that comes out of her mouth, his mouth, is going to really matter because it's of no consequence. You know, even though he can keep their base, you know, fueled and whatever and up and ready, even if he says, I'm going to take on Joe again in 2024 and we're going to win this crooked election, that won't matter. That won't matter. The media won't pay very much attention to him because the media is going to start refocusing on a pandemic that's exploded. Worse and worse. Yeah. The United States numbers right now are going up much worse than they were in March. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know I, my, um, I have some family in the central coast and they're, they were right on the edge of being dialed down, getting more freedoms and it's actually gone the opposite direction the last week or so. More and more cases at least are happening in California and I know in Europe as well. So it is something to focus on. So I think that, yes, it is, absolutely. But what's funny about the whole thing, uh, that funny about it, the sort of oxymoron of it is that because we've been in it now for so long and because we've been stifled for so long and because of what happened on Saturday of this past week and the way that some of us felt like we got fired out of a slingshot, all of a sudden people are meeting, they're having Zoom meetings, they're expanding their business, they're getting lessons for their children, things that were held back because of this tremendous amount of fear that we've been living under mm-hmm. are all of a sudden released. People feel like a certain kind of freedom, which is mm-hmm. again like this sort of, you know, um, paradox in the face of a partial lockdown <laughs> that's coming. Um, right. Yeah. Don't count on your gym or your local movie theater opening anytime soon. Yeah, certainly not. Certainly or Broadway not. or any of, yeah, stadiums, just the collective experience of us socializing together and mass 
God has definitely told us to take a step back from that and retreat yeah. into our own caves, which Not is where we are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Got some more lessons to learn here up in our rooms by ourselves. Well, good thing we have Zoom because it works a lot better than two tin cans with a string. <laughs> yep, exactly. Can you I have to have a tin can with a string attached all the way from here to your house. It probably wouldn't translate very well. Probably. Probably. <laughs> There's a possibility. But it is nice. We are learning a different way to communicate. That's for sure. We are. With everybody. Mm-hmm. We are. And that's been good. And that's been, that's been exciting. I think it a is. lot of people miss physical touch. Yes. And a lot of people miss to be able to really connect with people, but you know, Mars will go into Taurus in January. And as it feels like we begin to come out of the coronavirus, the one year mark of the coronavirus, and then go through another summer and then gain real control over it by the time school starts in um, the autumn, late summer of 2021. Yeah. yeah. We'll have gone through this for a year and a half. And, you know, it will have been brutal, but we will hug again. We will and hug again. Yes. We will. And nice, um, nice that's message. just, so hopefully we'll look back on, you know, what we were supposed to have learned and what we were have supposed to have developed and individually and collectively, you know, the way we taking care of the planet, but on an individual level, what did the coronavirus cause in our lives? How, how are we able to make our lives better as a result of its happening in any level? You know? Yes. I, I feel like that. And I, I feel like with this Mercury in Scorpio too, there, for me at least, there is some sort of like, you know, part of Scorpio is healing, right? It's a water sign. So I think it's just about taking care of yourselves and, and giving yourselves a break through all of this. It's been a stress. That's good. So sit back like and that. give yourself a break. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and I've been here with Christina Martin, and you've been listening to The Inside Connection, and it's always great to have you here. I hope that everybody has a really good night, and we will definitely see you here next Wednesday, which will be the uh, 18th of November, and we will talk again. Have a good night. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.